0: Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hoag. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for a new video. Today I want to talk about Allura research tools for Etsy. Now, I had done a video on them in the past and it was very well received. And I've since added probably something like 12,000 subscribers to my channel since then. So I wanted to remind you guys that they exist. They're one of my preferred methods for finding pockets of opportunity on Etsy. And what's cool is it's not just restricted to selling print on demand on Etsy, so it's actually applicable to really all product niches. And what I also wanna highlight in this video is that they've added a couple new free tools to their platform that you don't need to pay anything to use, including a privacy policy generator and a keyword research tool. So this is stuff that you should know about if you're selling on Etsy and take advantage of the free ones at the very least. So I'm going to do a quick demo for you guys. I'm going to jump on my computer and we can get started. Thanks again for joining me guys. So again, in this video, I'm going to be showing you some valuable Etsy seller tools with a slant towards using them for Etsy print on demand. However, they really help with selling on Etsy in general. Real quick, let me introduce myself for the new viewers. I'm Ryan Hoag. I've sold over $1.8 million on Amazon to date. If you want to follow the links in the description, I've got a free print-on-demand mini course, one lesson delivered to your inbox each day over eight days. I've got a print-on-demand Facebook community. I'd love to have you there. I publish income reports on the first day of each month. If you want to subscribe to my channel, you can follow along with my progress as a print-on-demand seller, FBA seller, KDP, AdSense, et cetera. And I wrote a full print-on-demand course that I'm constantly expanding. It's over 70 lectures. It's packed with value. It includes tutorials, but also the next-level optimizations that are commonly skipped that can make a world of difference for your print-on-demand business. So let's talk about Allura. They created a suite of seller tools for people that are selling on Etsy. Their most popular one is their Chrome extension, which functions very similar to Jungle Scout for Amazon, where it attempts to help you validate niches. On Etsy instead of Amazon, so you type in keywords and it looks at the results returned and tries to project things like competition and sales potential. So I'm going to talk about that last, but I want to show you some new, uh, free. I think they're free. Here's the thing: I have a paid account for a, I have a paid account for Allura, so I have access to all the tools. If they're not free, let me know, and I apologize in advance. But I'm pretty sure they're free. So they have this keywords tool, and what's cool about this is you can type in the keywords here. And it will spit out long tail suggestions for you, which is extremely valuable. There's a Chrome extension I use for Amazon that does this called DS Amazon. No, it's not called DS Amazon Quick View. Sorry. That's my that's my favorite Amazon Chrome extension, but that is not the one. It is called AMZ Suggestion Expander. That's another one of my favorite Amazon Chrome extensions for sellers. And it's free. It does the same thing that this does. You type in some seed keywords, it gives you some suggestions of uh, basically, whenever I say sub-niche potential, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I'm gonna show you what I'm talking about, which is similar keywords, which you can actually see here at the bottom uh, in the next slide, but real quick, I just wanted to show you, it also tries to project data points like views, favorites, competition, sales, and average price, and main category. So if you typed in like funny 2020 shirt, well, the main category is probably gonna be clothing, but if you just leave it broad and you don't include that, then you see that the main category is paper and party supplies, so I guess people are throwing parties or whatnot, and then similar keywords, this is where I get excited, because if you want to, like, if you watch my top five niches of the week videos, and I release them every Sunday, by the way, if you're not subscribed, definitely subscribe and pay attention, stay tuned for that Sunday video series, because it's been making people a lot of money if you're selling print on demand, but you can take an idea from that video series where I'm doing the niche research for you, and And one of the ones that popped up recently was like a 2020 shirt where it said one star out of five and it said like would not recommend, you know? And that was selling really well and a bunch of new shirts popped up when they saw how well that was selling. You know, the people who come in and say, oh, well, if that's selling, let me make my own version of it and try to carve out a piece of that demand pie. And this is a great example of making it truly your own. So you have a high-level parent niche of like funny 2020, most likely the parody's gonna have a negative slant given how the year has gone so far. And you're like, but where can I take this? And you don't actually have to come up with an original idea. You can see here in the long tail keywords what people are buying on Etsy. So funny 2020 shirt doesn't necessarily help. But what if you mix funny 2020 with social distancing? Funny 2020 with would not recommend. Funny 2020 with quarantine. Funny 2020 with 2020 sucks, et cetera. So they're giving you a bunch of ideas here. And um, again, you're just expediting the the process of coming up with Sub niche ideas if you have an idea for a high level niche like the ones I provide on my Sunday video series top five niches of the week So i'm doing my best to put this picture together for you guys And they also include things like trending tags this week However, I don't think these tags are really that useful for us because they're so generic so high level That's crazy though. Hold up. People are already searching for (laughs) Christmas gifts That's a little crazy just saying, they skipped Halloween. All right, the next tool I want to show you is the privacy policy generator. So it says, make your shop compliant in less than two minutes with our Etsy privacy policy generator, created in collaboration with a licensed US lawyer. And uh, the one of the owners of Allura actually told me that they worked with this lawyer extensively. It wasn't just like a quick thing where you snap your fingers and it's done. They worked together for a while and they, it cost them a pretty penny to put this together for us. And I believe it is free, it should be free. Uh, So when you create your Allura account, I've got a link in the uh, description. And then also, if you end up using a paid account, I've got a discount code for you guys. But if you use this, you can add your own custom privacy policy to Etsy. I do believe they give you a default one, if I remember correctly, when you start a shop. Because it's been so long since I started the shop. Uh, But you should be able to use this wizard to create a privacy policy. Just include, uh, just answer all the questions. And then there's one part that I found confusing when I was doing this in prep for this video. I mean, actually, I did this like two and a half months ago, but uh, and then it took me a while to make the video. But where it says, what other third-party tools, services, or companies do you share customer data with? This is an important one. So I asked uh, my contact over there, and they said, I actually had a GDPR course a couple of semesters ago, so I should know the answer here. The data controller is you or a designated person in your business that's responsible for your customer's data. As per the, and then he's citing the GDPR, um, I guess, links or references for this. You're required to identify Who the controller is. Printify, Printful, Guten, whoever, is not the controller in this case. They are a processor because they process personal data on behalf of your company. They should, therefore, be listed in the who do you share your data with section. So little things like that are important, guys, um, to be compliant, especially with GDPR, uh, which I know is a big deal or was a big deal in 2020 and 2019. Um, given that I worked in the web industry, <laughs> collecting emails, writing emails, I was a web developer, writing websites, etc. When you go to websites and they give you the cookie policy, I'm pretty sure that's a part of GDPR as well. Um, there's different rules based on where people live. So you just wanna make sure you're compliant. This is an easy way of uh, being compliant right here. Just use their custom privacy policy generator. They have a fee calculator. So if you're wondering like, what should I price my Etsy products at? And you don't need to do this on a per-product basis. Do it on a product-type basis because most product types carry the same base cost. So come on over here to the fee calculator. Uh, I said, all right, what if I'm selling the Gildan 64,000 T-shirt from Printful, which is my favorite, it's my go-to, for $7.95? Well, looks like Etsy's gonna take $2.05 total fees because look at how they kind of they kind of hide their fees pretty well, but they have the 20cent listing fee, which is that renewal fee, is what they call it. They charge that not just quarterly, but per sale, to renew it per sale. Dollar transaction fee, 85 cent processing fee. So you've got uh, when you add that to your 795 base cost to printful, you've got a total cost of 10 dollars, leaving your total profit 999, which is a 50 percent profit margin. But wait, I forgot something, didn't I? I forgot to charge shipping. So when you go in and you add that $3.99 flat rate shipping that Printful charges now, uh, you are left with about a 30% profit margin right here and total profit of about $6 per sale, which if you guys sell on Amazon Merch, $6 profit per sale does not come easy. You'd have to be pricing at about $21 to get that. So yeah, so Etsy is something you should definitely be taking advantage of because In my mind, there's less competition on Etsy. I mean, we all know, like, the most customers go to Amazon. As a result, the most sellers also go to Amazon. They follow the customers, right? All right, let's talk about the research tool one last time. I did do a video on this maybe two and a half months ago, but obviously my YouTube channel has been growing uh, at a rapid rate. So thank you so much, guys, again, for the support. I really do appreciate it. And I'm going to talk about the research tool one other time. But this looks very similar to Jungle Scout, Helium 10, AMZ Scout, a bunch of those tools you're familiar with if you sell on Amazon or if you've ever done Amazon product research. However, Allura got the bright idea of doing it for Etsy, for a new marketplace. They've got two, um, if I remember correctly, Masters people that hold masters in data science. So they got like two really smart people on staff They call them their data engineers because I remember I don't just tell you guys about these tools without doing some digging first And it really sounded like these guys were legit that they've got a lot of uh, smart people behind the scenes working on improving This stuff and making sure that it works right that's giving us good data So this is just a screenshot of the uh, the tool here. So ignore that I didn't I just took that from their website But let me show you a use case that you might use it for So I came to etsy. I typed in funny 2020 shirt Then when you install the Chrome extension and you log in, you hit the little icon and it'll run the extension. So it does a little overlay. It looks like this. And you see a lot of data points here. So let me uh, just walk you through the relevant ones. So first and foremost, you can actually like go and click a product in the results. And it will return a bunch of relevant data from that product right here at your fingertips. You don't actually have to leave the screen, the search results screen. And you can see a bunch of relevant stuff like the tags, Uh, can you see primary keywords? Well, you can in the title. And by the way, if you're just studying your competition, when you enter a new niche, like look at the title, the title carries a lot of weight when it comes to signaling to the algorithm, what keywords customers search for that your product should be associated with as in like, you want to be ranked on page one, ideally. So look at the title. You'll notice a lot of these really successful listings, uh, do what's called keyword stuffing, which is typically frowned upon. But on Etsy, I mean, the title carries a lot of weight. And it is a common theme to see successful listings, keyword stuffing the title with relevant keywords. So you can get this information at a glance right there in the uh, tool. Then at the top there, you're probably most interested in those data points. You've got typical favorites, so you can see kind of at a high level. <laughs> you can judge your competition. I mean, it's at a glance. Don't think too much into it, but typical favorites, 83. That's a lot of favorites. You know, That, that means that this is probably a pretty established niche if you see 83 favorites uh, on average, but this is also just reading the page one results is my understanding. So page one's obviously gonna have the most uh, favorites. Typical price, which by the way, again, just uh, this is this is unrelated to using the Allura tool, but just a side note, uh, the typical price can be misleading on places like Etsy and eBay, where they, um, I mean, I guess on Amazon to an extent, but like where people can maybe price Their like let's say their t-shirts are offered in extra small, small, medium, large, et cetera. Well, they can do like extra small youth size and charge $12. And then in search results on Etsy, it's gonna say $12. However, if the average person is buying adult size and the base cost might jump up to like 17, 18 bucks and then you go to adult size, medium, and it costs more than small and size large costs more than medium, et cetera. So it can be a little bit misleading. So I wouldn't worry too much about the typical price. I would do manual research. If you're really going to use price point as part of your strategy for listening and and being competitive, typical sales, it says 47. So that's pretty good. Good indicator there. That's good sales velocity and score. So they give you a high level score um, of the seed keywords that you entered. And it's on a one to 10 scale. Eight is a pretty darn good score. That means it's got a lot of velocity. And um, I guess based on the data points available, a relatively approachable niche in that you can have some expectation of making sales should you choose to list products targeting these primary keywords again that you entered. So in addition, you can click the little uh, squiggle arrow up and you get to see Google Trends embedded into again the uh, this is this is all on Etsy, by the way. This is just that overlay that you see when you run the extension. So you can see based on Google Trends, is there interest in these keywords? So funny 2020 shirt, you can see is actually spiking back up there at the end in popularity. And as we head into the end of the year too, you can bet it's probably going to, I I would guess it's going to spike in popularity again. Uh, You can see things like the category that products are listed in. So I had already typed in shirt. So it's no surprise category was clothing. But if I were to take off the word shirt, you may see like this would instantly serve as a good indicator. Well, should I list apparel should i list mugs should i list stickers you know if you're using printify printful guten you know those are my big three that i would recommend Uh, you have a lot of options of product types that you can upload designs to so that can be a good indicator of what you should be targeting price point again don't think too much into this because that can be misleading and there's really no way that i'm aware of where they can actually give you the true average price point. Because i'm pretty sure etsy probably knows that but it's it's hidden away on their servers on the back end so that's just going to take the lowest price point available. Favorites, again, giving you a good indicator of who the most popular listings are in these search results that were returned based on the uh, keywords we typed in. Estimated sales and revenue. Revenue is just going to be a function of the uh, price times the sales, which again, I mean, in my mind, the revenue might come in a little bit lower than it actually is. If you see a price like ten ninety five, chances are if I go to that shirt the one at the very top there, and I select a adult size large, it's probably gonna end up charging me like 18 to 20 bucks, which would make that revenue number a little bit higher. All right, guys, if you like this video, all that I ask, hit that like button. Let the YouTube algorithm know. If you have any feedback about Allura or some similar Etsy research tools that you would like me to review, please let me know, guys, in the comments below. Thank you so much for watching. Oh, and if you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button, of course, but I know all of you guys already are, and uh, that was sarcasm. But you know what, though? The split, it's about 50-50, so it's actually been improved. I do appreciate those of you guys that have subscribed to my channel, and I will see you guys tomorrow.